0: Hi, and welcome to Finance Matters, a podcast brought to you by UVA Finance, UVA's trusted financial partner. Finance Matters is a podcast series where we bring you bite-sized thoughts, stories, and inspiration in the hopes they'll be useful to you on this road we're all on to do our best and be our best in the realm of financial matters here at UVA. And today, we're truly back here at UVA. Hey, Patty. Hey. I kind of miss your your dog and your cat, but (laughs) (laughs) we're back here uh, on grounds to bring you the second part of our podcast series on the Employee's Survival Guide to Change by Jeffrey M. Hyatt. If you haven't heard the first pod on this, it's probably a good idea to go back and check that one out. Um, we talk about the basics of change um, not only in the work environment, but just in life in general. Mm -hmm. We went through through some cool stuff that um, helps you think about your
1: role in any kind of change. And the kind of what you can do to have a positive outcome versus a negative outcome.
0: And the key thing that we talked about last time I feel like was taking charge of Mm -hmm. your role in a change. And really, for the second half of the book, that's what where we're really delving in now mm-hmm. like not only is change not something that's happening to you but mm-hmm. it's something that you are taking part in um, but also like here's some more strategies for really thinking about your role in that
1: yeah and I also think um, I know we're going to talk about the ad car model so we'll be talking about what that is but I also really think that this this model and this process helps not only the person who's dealing with t- with the change but People who are managing and leading the
0: change yes very very good point point. and if you're a manager but you're not the ultimate boss
1: mm-hmm. you
0: have a dual role in any change and it's kind of a hard one because yeah. you're an employee mm-hmm. you're affected by the change yeah you're dealing with the change as any employee would be but you're also yeah. leading your team through it
1: yeah
0: so yay Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so Um, Today, as Patty mentioned, we're going to talk about ADKAR, which some of you may have heard of before. It's one of those things that get those terms that gets thrown around quite a bit. Um, The ADKAR model is a is a product of ProSci. Um, So research with over 2,600 companies over the course of 14 years done by the ProSci company resulted in a model for managing change called Mm ADKAR. A-D-K-A-R And that stands for a
1: is awareness of the need for change D I feel like we're on <laughs> Sesame Street um, <laughs> desire to make the change happen
0: and K is this is the one that I have a hard time remembering because it's not phonetic
1: <laughs> how pathetic am I uh, it's not in yeah K. <laughs> it's not <laughs> knowledge about how to make
0: change and then there's another a the ability Mm -hmm. to implement new skills and behaviors and we wrap it up with R.
1: yeah the reinforcement
0: to retain the change once it's been made so awareness desire knowledge ability reinforcement Mm -hmm. ADCAR Mm -hmm. we'll put some basic notes about that or some Mm -hmm. reference out to um, the ProSci site they've got some really great resources on their site um, about change and ADCAR um, in the show notes yeah um, so you can kind of walk through and see this, yeah. and th- there are lots of there are big thick books written about Adcar, yeah. and this book is even though it's only what like less than a hundred pages long, they devote half of it to Adcar, yeah. but it's not like it's really that complicated. It's a simple <laughs> yeah
1: process, I believe, and well, I think I agree it's with you. very very helpful because it helps you. I mean, they they give you some questions around each of those letters, and help you determine where you are and where, what your barrier to that change is. And they even give you like a quantitative way of, of going through that to put you know a scale on a scale of one to five by answering these certain questions and that kind of thing so you can figure out where you are in that change model. So I think that's what we're going to talk about.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as we look at those steps and the, the considerations in each step, I'd encourage you, um, the listener, to think about either a personal or a work related change situation Mm -hmm. that maybe is a challenge right now. And we can think about that change in the light of this model. Yeah. So, starting with A, Mm -hmm. awareness. And do we want to take a, like, do we want to have an examples thing that we want to work through? Sure. (laughs) <laughs> <Pick> one, Brandy. <laughs> As I cough. And I apologize, listeners. Um, I am an allergy bomb right now. Yay, spring. Um, okay, pick one. Let's think of a good work-related challenge. Um, we could take just what we're working through, finance transformation, mm-hmm. like a part of it, like maybe just the implementation of a new system. system. Yeah. And that could be an, an example that many people might
1: right. relate to. Yeah, so let's okay. focus on that, that aspect of it.
0: Okay, so we're we're gonna work through the ad card model and think about what is it that's really possible for making either you yourself or your team members mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yeah. So at awareness, the mm-hmm. awareness of the need to change, the considerations are pretty basic. Yeah. What's the nature of the change?
1: Yeah. Why is the change needed? And what's the risk of not changing? Mm-hmm. And so if we think about the need for a new system, in um, a new financial system you know, to answer that question we could think of, well, why is the change needed? It's needed so that, that we can have a system that matches the the new HR system better so that there doesn't have to be as much um you know behind the scenes interfaces and yeah. things like that. Um, the old the system is twenty years old. Yep. Um it is an outdated system. It's not cloud based. Um so it's uh it takes a lot of work from those that are working in ITS to um, upgrade and make customization. It takes a
0: like lot that. of work too, just like you said, for the people who are trying to build those bridges. Yes. Like, I need to get this data. I'm just a person working in my role, and so I have yeah. to like, think of 19 different weird little ways that I could possibly yeah. extract that. <laughs>
1: yeah. And so by thinking about what the <coughs> change needed, you can sort of take the flip side of mm-hmm. what's the risk of not changing. And you can just say, well, the risk of not changing is using old system with old data that may crash, that yep. doesn't work very well, that's slow, that has lots of data that has been compiled over... Over years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so that's kind of the, the flip side is the risk of not changing. Um, so that's really, in that case, that's the... the uh, that's why the change is needed.
0: And you know, really awareness is not one that seems super hard. Yeah. If you are if you're aware enough to start working through the ad car model yeah. yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: Awareness is probably not your problem. But if you think about your team, yeah. awareness might be the problem.
1: Right. Because and if so, the system works yeah. great for them. So so yeah. we want to think about our user population. Mm-hmm. Um we would begin by using this model by saying, on a scale of one to five, um, what has been, you know, what are, what are people, the average users um, out there, what is their understanding of the need for a change? Um, some may be very aware of it, some not so much, and mm-hmm. so we need to know that. Right. Um, I don't know that we can put a, a figure on this, but the, the idea then is to say, if on a scale of one to five, what is it? Is it a one awareness, or is it a five, or is it somewhere in between?
0: And we should mention, too, that this is not like a pick pick a letter, one that you're doing well at and one that you're not doing well at. Yeah. They all build on one another. Right. So if you're not doing great at awareness, you're not going to be doing great at desire, knowledgeability, or reinforcement. Right. So it has
1: to be in order. Right, it does. <laughs> yeah. you, you have to go through them in order. And you'll you'll see, but when we talk about the um, how to... Uh, rate it or you know figure out what your ad car score is right what their suggestion is is that you take the first one that has a three or below and work and on that's one. where you need to work yeah on if you're at a four or five then you're probably pretty good with that not to say that you ignore it entirely but you're probably okay with with it
0: so moving on then to D desire
1: yeah
0: um, this is the with them the what's in it for me Mm -hmm. desires where we start to think about how much do I want this
1: yeah Um, I'm aware of it but do I do I desire it yeah people need to be able to answer that what's in it for me Mm -hmm. question and feel like there is something in it for them to really be engaged and participate in the change
0: this is where you make that choice that okay I'm I'm on board with this yeah
1: and so if, if so for people to answer that question, you may need if you're if you're a leader of change, if you're leading the, the change um, management process, or you know leading the effort, um, then you you may need to help answer that question for them. So you need to help, may need to help them see what's in it. Well,
0: like our example. So, um, what's in it for me if we get a new financial system? For some user group, for some groups, it may be. I don't have to work so hard to get the data I need. Mm-hmm. Um, for some user groups um, who are more casual users, it may just be uh, I don't like on the off chance that I need something from it, it'll be more intuitive and mm-hmm. will take less of my valuable time. Mm-hmm. Or it may be, I can get stuff I've never been able to get before. Mm-hmm.
1: That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be simply I won't have to log into different systems to get. Um, HR kinds of data and financial data.
0: Absolutely. So if you don't have if you don't have awareness, you can't have a de- have desire, and if you aren't um, desirous of the change, <laughs> you're not going to move very well into the K. Knowledge about how to change.
1: Yeah.
0: the The knowledge of how to change um, requires that you want to do that.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Knowledge. Yeah, so tr- um, to get that knowledge about the change and how to change, then that's going to include things like training, mm-hmm. um, training on the new system in our case that we're talking about, training on new processes that come along with that system, um, learning new skills in some cases.
0: For some changes, it may just be like, learning how to change period like yeah just learning how to break out of old habits yeah could be learning how to change
1: mm-hmm.
0: with a new system it's easy to see how it would be skills and training right but if it were new processes it would just be learning how to do things the new way learning how to think about things differently learning how to break out of
1: your old roles right I mean you could even think of a personal change yeah it like, could be soft skills right. or or even like think about a change like you have to move yeah. A move. Okay. Um, then the knowledge would be, you know, understanding how to do that. Yeah. Understanding what you need to do. Do mm-hmm. you need to call the movers or are we going to move ourselves? Um, where do you find the movers? Is it U-Haul or are you going to use this, you know, uh, another company? Um, understanding what's the best way to do that. Right. How to, you know, when you're going to do it, how you're going to do it, who you're going to have help you, you know, those kinds of things. So you can see that the knowledge piece is more of the nuts and bolts about the the process how to
0: adjust to life in a new city right all those things. yes okay so knowledge is our K and then we move on to our second a ability yeah and so ability to implement new skills and behaviors you can see how this builds on our knowledge Mm -hmm. Um, in knowledge maybe we got the training Mm -hmm. we learned the new skills
1: But now we have to implement. Yeah, (laughs) and you have to show that you're able to do it. So so then um, a lot of this that goes to ability is including time for, if we go back to our um, implementing a new system, is having time to play around in it. it. Yeah, and get training and and practice and um, have people that are more skilled mm-hmm. help other people who are less skilled so right. coaching and mentoring and things like that so um so that's really where ability that's that's how you get the ability so
0: it's funny like you think about okay I had the de- I'm aware that we need to change it sounds good I want to participate so awareness desire um I I have my knowledge piece I understand that I need to or how I need to change, yeah. and I've got my training, and I've got my new processes and skills and tools. My, uh, I demonstrate my ability then. Um, I'm actually doing the thing. And then that last step comes, and this is still, even though it feels like we've built up on this and we're doing great, you can still have issues in that reinforcement, yeah. um, ty- that period of uh, the process, because it's easy to go backward when things get yeah. challenging.
1: So, uh, the reinforcement is really really where you look at um, actions that are inc- going to increase the likelihood that the change will be continued versus the likelihood that people will revert to old ways. Yeah. And so, if this is an area that you think is an issue, then like say say you um, you your question is do the do the people that are going to be um, the targets of the change. (laughs) It's not the best word I know, but I was going to say victims. That's um, especially not right. Yes, especially not victims, (laughs) but um, the people who the change will affect, if they, um, if you answer the question, do they have the necessary, the question would be, do they have the necessary reinforcements in place to sustain the change? And if you score low on that, then you then you need to start thinking about well, what are those reinforcements that are needed? Um, so if you go to our example of a new system, um, the reinforcements might be a continued training. Um, a, I think a big one might be shut down the old. Yeah, I was thinking
0: about, I know on this podcast we've talked about UBI and Discoverer as a past big change, a new system. And we had to shut down Discoverer when we after we fully switched
1: to UBI because it was just that decrepit. <laughs> right. And well, and people were continuing to yeah. use it. Yeah. And so as long as you have the old system available, mm-hmm. people are going to continue to use it. And as, So
0: or if you think about a personal change, if you decided you're going to make the change to eat more healthfully. And so you have you're, you're aware that you need to do this for all the different health reasons mm-hmm. that exist. Yeah. You desire to do this because yeah. you know how it will benefit you. You want to yeah. feel better. You want to drop mm-hmm. a few pounds, uh, alleviate some symptoms you're having. Yeah. Um, and then you move on to the knowledge. I know what I need to do. I need mm-hmm. to cut out the refined sugar. I need to cut out the fatty snack foods. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I'm going to you know, add more servings of vegetables and water to my mm-hmm. diet. There's your knowledge. Um, you have the ability. You get the the healthy things you learn the healthy recipes you're making the stuff you're doing it but if the pringles and the hostess snack cakes are still in your pantry
1: yeah you're gonna have a hard time right so so that would be the reinforcement is to get get those
0: out yeah to get those out and or like if i think about in my own pantry where there are some Pringles and Hostess snack cakes for other people in my household who really really want those (laughs) and if and if i can't if they're going to have to remain there if there's always going to be that availability of the old system as you put it then how else am i reinforcing the change that
1: i've decided to make one of the things that he talks about in that book um, the employees survival guide to change um, he talks about for reinforcement, you know, thinking about the actions that will make sure that the change will be sustained or continued. Make it stick. Um, yeah, making it stick. One of the things he suggests is having some kind of recognition and rewards that sustain the change. Mm-hmm. So um, at celebrate work. Celebrate successes, yeah. those kinds of things. And, and in so, the, the heating healthfully yeah. example, it's
0: like I, I go to go get, you know, a new wardrobe or right. something. Some kind of reward yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great I should do that <laughs> anyway <laughs> so let's say you talked about the barrier points like at yeah. which of the ADKAR stages you score your first low score on a scale of one to five your first three or below right Um. so let's walk through like how that looks yeah how
1: that would look so if-
0: and we'll put some sample yeah. info in the yeah. um, show notes
1: so the so it's best to actually write them down. Like look you know, Yeah, we in the, the book the itself
0: it has yeah. it's like a little workbook at yeah. this stage. It has um, lines for you to write it. So
1: use the work, use a worksheet, an ADCAR worksheet, and the first thing you do is address the the away uh, the away, the awareness, the A. <laughs> yeah. And so um, so you would wanna list all of the reasons, you know, brainstorm the list of why the change is necessary. And then ask how aware am I or are other people of these of this need for a change?
0: Where one is the person's not aware of the right. reasons and or not yeah, they're not aware of the reasons for the change. Mm-hmm. Or five, they're fully aware. Like they right. really do know. Right. So one to five, that's not that hard. Mm-hmm.
1: Um so that's the the first thing. And then the second step in the worksheet is Um, addressing the desire for the change so the the best thing to do there would be to again you're Mm -hmm. listing um, good and bad the what would create a desire for change in that person right the people The
0: whether it's like factors that would make it good or consequences that would make it bad right got it okay Right. and And then you rate that one is that a person has little desire to change or five they have strong desire Mm -hmm. and then we
1: go to knowledge and then knowledge you would list what are the skills needed to Mm -hmm. make the change or the knowledge that needed what is what kind of training is necessary uh, for those areas and then you would rate that what's available
0: yeah number one they do not have the skills or the, the training or the knowledge to implement the change or five they have the training and knowledge yeah. to implement the change and yeah. everywhere in between yeah okay and then ability
1: ability um, then you would rate the ability by um, considering what where they are in that skills and knowledge not mm-hmm. just is it available right but do they have what do they have yeah. right now
0: and either one, they have not developed the skills and behaviors to support the change, or five, they've mastered right. the skills and behaviors. Yeah. That one's easier,
1: I think, to mm-hmm. get a spectrum. <laughs> right, um, and easier to know. Yeah, right. I agree with you. Okay. Um, and then with the reinforcement is um, that you're going to list the reinforcements, list what's available to help sustain the change. Um, and then you would rate the degree to which you know your people yeah, are. Yeah, they either are, are not, the or, or they are, are yeah. one to five.
0: Right. So when you look at all those scores, look at the first one area from A D K A R Adcar that was a three or a below, and that's your first barrier point. You can't address any of even if you got a um, four on awareness, a three on desire and then ones on all the rest of them, that three is the first thing you need to look at. Yes. Because it's there, again, they build on one another. A, D, K, A, R. So you can't deal with those ones until you address that three.
1: Yeah. I mean, very often, think about it this way. Very often, say you rated awareness as a one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very likely, if awareness is a one.
0: You're not gonna convince them to want it or right. to be trained
1: on it. Right, you're not gonna be rating <laughs> the other ones high, high. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so, but, but wherever there is a three or below, you need to address that thing first.
0: Isn't that a store, three
1: below? No, yeah, I think below. it's five and below. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh-huh, silly, okay. Um, and so I really like that the, the ADCAR model does that because it makes a lot of sense to me. Well, and so
0: if you are involved in, as you were talking about earlier, if you're one of the people that's leading the change, it helps you know where to focus all your efforts. And not waste time and insult people's intelligence if they're aware and they want it. You yeah. just need to help train them. Or if um, if you get a low score on awareness and you realize that's the root of all your trouble, yeah. like you won't beat your head against the wall trying to make them want it when they really don't understand why they should. Right.
1: Yeah. I, I like the way he phrases it. He says if you say you identify desire for change as the barrier point, um, he says then. Continually repeating your reasons for the change won't make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, really? So, Why not? Yeah. <laughs> so he says, he talks about everyone has a um, person a personal threshold to resist change or yes. a tendency to resist change. So you, you often have to talk about the negative and positive consequences, and they have to be greater than... Yeah, that resistance. Yep. And so. Um,
0: the lesser of two equals. <laughs> right, right, I'm just kidding. But so then, after we go through ADCAR and really think about what it is that might be a barrier to successful change. I like that the book gives some practical suggestions at each stage. If yeah. that's the barrier point, what you can do.
1: Yeah, he does that. But one more thing about kind of going through the process um, is if, for example, your first barrier point is knowledge. Mm-hmm. Then, and you've already rated the A, awareness, and the D, desire to be high. mm mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times change will still focus on those areas. So if you think about a change management process, they'll still feel like they need to go talk about the need for the change. Mm-hmm. If people are already at the knowledge the, yeah. that you've identified, identified knowledge as the first barrier, you're wasting time and resources. And to you may keep just be those
0: you may be frustrating them too because they're like,
1: let's yeah, go. Let's get on with it. Right?
0: I mean, I think about even finance transformation here at UVA we've had a slow lead up Mm -hmm. time to um, to really starting the project Mm -hmm. and a kind of a stall in between the planning phase and the readiness phase Mm -hmm. as you go through all the approvals and all the Mm -hmm. stuff that you have to do in academia. Mm -hmm. Totally understandable and also you know it's just a huge project involving lots of moving pieces too so it's going to creep along Mm -hmm. at a behemoth slow behemoth pace you know but I think for a lot of people involved, a lot of stakeholders, they are very well aware that these are things that we need, and that the change needs to be made, and they want it. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, are champing at the bit. Mm-hmm. They're like, let's let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. If, you, if you're focusing on the wrong part of the change process, you're wasting your time, other people's time, might be causing frustration, definitely aren't addressing the things that actually need to be addressed. And mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's just sub suboptimal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing that I really like how he puts he talks about in the book. Um, I just love how the book is so small, but it's so like packed full of real um, action steps you can mm-hmm. take. Um, I'm holding it I, here in my I hands, like and that. it's
0: legitimately eighty five yeah. pages including the back cover like it's yeah. and it's big type and lots of pictures it's a nice one to pick up I think yeah. yeah if you're
1: undergoing any kind of change but I love how he what he does at the toward the end is when he talks about the action steps you can take he separates people into groups group where group one is they're supportive of change mm-hmm. and then group two is they're neutral or cautious or maybe yeah unsure unsure right yeah Um, And then group three where there's outright opposition to a change. And then he goes through each of the things with that group one, two, and three, and for each of the pieces of the Adcar model, and talks about what you can do to kind of help that along. So I like that. Um, For example, he talks about um, with group three outright opposition, Mm -hmm. um, if it's a desire to change, then talk to managers and be sure that um, and have people talk to their own managers to make sure they understand the consequences of their outright opposition. Yeah. And so if you are somebody who's out, you know, you're outspoken about a change to say a system, then somebody's going to have to say, you know, if you don't learn to use the new system, then your job may be in jeopardy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And so that that kind of thing where you engage the help of other people to promote the change
0: well and so I mean we're not going to have time to like walk through all of those mm-hmm. action steps and consequences but we'll link as much as we can in the show notes without like reproducing the book for you yeah <laughs> we might get in trouble for that yeah um, but I like that throughout the course of the book as you said he emphasizes that we have choices and change yeah. and accountability in it too that it may be that Legitimately, you could look at a change happening in your life or in work, and decide for good reasons I'm not going to participate in that. Yeah. But that's a choice that you can make. Yeah. And you'll be accountable for that choice. If it's in a work situation, you know I don't want to learn this new system. I'm going to look for a job elsewhere in the organization People or have done elsewhere. That. People yeah. did
1: that when we switched to. Oracle.
0: Yeah. People who are already changed, fatigued and yeah. close to the end of careers
1: mm-hmm. didn't
0: want to go through that. Yeah. And that's a respectable choice. Yeah. If, yeah. They,
1: if that's their choice, that's yeah. their
0: choice. Um, but I like that he emphasizes the fact that at each step in the process that you've got a decision mm-hmm. that you can make about how you're going to work in within that whole change. You have a role in it. Yeah. And your day-to-day choices that you make about how you interact with others, what you say, how you participate, all of that's your choice. And you have agency there. Mm-hmm. And when so many people think, oh, I've gotta just kinda stay alive during <laughs> times of change, it's really not
1: like right. that. Right, So I, I like that he takes a systematic approach to the, to the change management process.
0: So, all in all, it's a great little book, a great walkthrough, the ADCAR model. We'll put a few um, really good nuggets in the show notes that you can kind of get started with ADCAR and mm-hmm. think about where you are, where your team members are, mm-hmm. or maybe you're thinking where my family members are. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> what
1: the changes.
0: Yeah, but it's a, a nice clarifying framework to think through change, which seems so thorny and fraught anyway that any help that you can get is great. Um, we'll continue to talk about change and change management. I mean, gosh, a lot of our podcasts so far have somehow involved that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only constant is change. Yeah. Um, so for today, we're going to close out. We appreciate you joining us for another episode of Finance Matters. You can always see more what we're up to on the blog at uvafinance.blogspot.com. And if you've got an idea for a podcast or a topic or a or somebody cool that we ought to talk to um, please go ahead and let us know you can email me you can email patty you can tweet us at uva underscore finance you can send up a smoke signal if you're not too far away <laughs> <laughs> thanks for laughing so for
1: not inside like for others
0: no gonna... no don't do it where you might set off an alarm <laughs> <laughs> that's all for now until next time do good work because what you're doing matters